There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. I told Minister Donna yesterday, so everybody's not able. <laughs> you don't see African or European or whatever. Italians made it in the Bible. Maybe that's why we're all eating spaghetti. All right, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius, and when he looked on him, he was afraid, and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine arms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose son is Peter. He lodged with one Simon at Tanner whose house is by the seaside, he shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. And when the angel we spake unto Cornelius was departed, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually. <clears throat> and when he had declared all these things unto them, he sent them to Joppa. On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. That's 12 noon, I believe. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> And he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they met ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, What God had cleansed, that 
Call not thou common. Hallelujah. This was done thrice. And the vessel was received up again into heaven. Now while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he has seen should mean. Behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. And called and asked whether Simon, which was son in Peter, were lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, and get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing. For I have sent them. For I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore you are come? And they said, Cornelius, the centurion, a just man, and one that feared God, and of good report among all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by an holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. Then called he them in and lodged them. And on the morrow, Peter went away with them, and certain brethren from Joppa accompanied him. And the morrow, after they entered into Caesarea, and Cornelius waited for them, and had called together his kinsmen and near friends. And as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter took him up, saying, Stand up! I myself also am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. And he said unto them, You know how that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. But God has showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying, as soon as I was sent for. I asked therefore for what intent you have sent for me. And Cornelius said, four days ago I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour, 3 p.m., I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. And said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard. And thy arms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa, and call hither Simon, whose son name is Peter. He is lodged in the house of one Simon a tanner by the seaside, who when he cometh shall speak unto thee. Immediately therefore I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now, therefore, are we all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that. Come on, louder. I perceive that. God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, he that feared him. And work at righteousness is? Yes. 
accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That word, I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree, whom God raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us, who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and dead. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that they should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. Amen. What a long reading. I'm, all, I'm tired just reading. <laughs> I read the entire text because I'll be going to several other texts in the message. But God gave me a funky title. <laughs> Is your heavenly account running in deficit? <laughs> Is it running a deficit? Are you in the black? Oh, it just dawned on me that this is one use of black that's good. If you're in the black, you have money. If you're in the red, you are running a deficit. Hallelujah. So let all black folks hold on to it <laughs> and say amen. <laughs> Is your heavenly account running a deficit? In the 80s, I heard so many things, people talking about their heavenly account. I didn't know what it was. And, you know, people were talking about that God, you know, will be depositing things in their heavenly account. And I'm, I wasn't sure that the people saying it even understood what they were saying. But I want you to 
Learn along with me this afternoon, briefly. I'm not going to be long. <clears throat> you have to understand what long is in my book. But I'm not going to be long. Okay? Now watch. It's so important. Don't miss this. It's one of those life-changing messages. That's why I decided to share it before we receive the offering. So in case you need to make corrections, you start now. Amen. All right. There's so much treasure in the text because one of the things that challenge people's faith is this knowing question that the enemy always brings. Does God even know that I'm here? Does he know what is going on with me? Does he see what I'm doing? I know that if somebody asks you, you say that, hey, you talk about those great things about God. But when you get into life, the snake always comes to make you feel that nobody knows what's going on with you. Yes, right. Or that you are all alone. The enemy always magnifies what you're going through like nobody else has ever gone through it. Come on now. But I always tell him, listen, whatever I'm going through, millions have gone through it, and God has already delivered them. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to make a mountain out of my molehill. Bible says everything is common to man. Amen. This is an incredible story because this man wasn't even a Jew. He was an occupier. The Romans were occupying the nation of Israel. Somehow, he caught on to the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, and started worshiping God. And this man fasted. He prayed. He gave. Constantly. Until one day, his sacrifices had so moved God that God sent an angel from heaven. What? Ask yourself, has my sacrifice ever moved God? You hear testimonies about my faith. You hear testimonies about the sacrifices I've made. But you have to know something about God. He paid. But he don't pay every Friday. Did you get that? Things don't happen overnight. You're always given time to be inspected. They have to make sure you're not faking. Hallelujah. They have to make sure you're not coveting something. Because so many people in the kingdom are doing something for God with an eye on something. But when you do it because you love him. Hallelujah. I can't even get an amen there. That's, that should have been your strongest amen. Hallelujah. That's why I could serve God hungry. That's why I could sing hungry. That's why I labored in the ministry. It didn't matter who applauded me or approved of me. I understood I'm serving my heavenly father. Watch. 
You must understand that God knows you. God knows who you are. God knows every detail. He has your social security number. He has your phone number. He has your address. He has your employee identification number. I think corporations get that. EIN. EIN number. Hallelujah. He already knows what your social security check is going to be. Okay, now. He he what? He has your pin. He has your pin. Pin number. Watch. I said that being funny, but he said to me, no. I know how much your social security payment will be. And that's why I'm discipling you now. To prepare you for the prosperity that will sustain you. When you get on that check. Hallelujah. Does somebody hear what I'm preaching? Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Look at what he just said to me. This is an amazing service because I, this has never happened. I'm coming back. He said, God is working on your retirement. He's planning now. Hallelujah. Hey. Is somebody hearing me? He's planning now that this resurrection glory will not quit in your life. When you get on social security, there shall be extra income, supernatural finance. What is working now will work then. Fire! Woo! Hallelujah! Glory to God! Hallelujah. 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 Thank him right now that your destiny until you leave the earth under his anointing, under his glory, is secure. You will be taken care of. You will not lack. You will not suffer shame. You will not be in poverty. This is your meal ticket. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yes, I'm working on it now. I'm planning it out. That's why you listen to him and obey him. You're sowing into your tomorrow. Into your latter years, when your strength begins to wane, grace will make up the difference. You can bet your life on what I'm telling you. God, the God of resurrection will show up. He will take care of you. Thank you, Lord. I'm working on it now. You will not be made ashamed. You will not be begging, hallelujah. You will be on no soup line. Hallelujah. Let the glory sustain you.
I have never thought about that before. Until it just came to me. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. God. You should allow this word to shape your thinking. Shape your planning. Shape your giving. Shape whatever God is speaking to you. Because when God delivered me from poverty, he didn't give me money. What he did was break the spirit off of me and put the glory on me. And the little money I had started working for me. So that's why God can bless me today and he doesn't change anything. And most times when I get blessed, something jumps out from nowhere that I have to take care of. It happened this week. I'm already, I just sent some money to Canada. It's just so I know that I'm a channel. Hallelujah. Sometimes I ask the Lord, when am I going to enjoy my money? Because all I use my money for is just to get the clothes to wear to preach to you. Amen. Everything else goes, goes away from me. Amen. So wait a minute. <laughs> Where am I? You know, and you know, some of you feel that you're treating yourself, but I don't like restaurant food. Papa Do's used to be good for me, but when I go there, it's so salty. I don't. I, I got a steak the other day from Malone's, and it came in with muscles and fat. I said, okay. <laughs> I want to get blessed more where I can hire a chef to cook. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? But I want you to see the mysteries in this message. This man was of the Italian band, a Roman. And he started worshiping God. And he started praying. He started sowing seeds. He started helping people. Amen. Watch. This is what I've, I've told you over and over. That when God, when you move God, when God wants to bless you. And he can't find anything worthy of it. He will bless you with himself. That's the greatest blessing. A glory that is resident. It works when you don't work. Even when you're struggling, it's working. One of those rare messages, because we don't understand what the scripture was talking about when he speaks of you having a heavenly account. Paul said to the Philippian church, I don't deserve a gift. That's not why I'm talking to you about giving and receiving. Even that receiving has a loaded meaning that the English language may not reach the depth of. But he says, I'm not asking you to sow a seed because I need something. No. I'm asking you to sow a seed so the fruit will abound to your account. The question is, then what is your account? As you will learn in this message, it is the mention of your name in the presence of God. When what you are doing on the earth resonates to heaven 
and you are mentioned, you are discussed, you are noted as being significant in the agenda of God on the earth. Ah! <laughs> That's when, you know, people say meal ticket. That's when you are set. Even though I don't have time, I was talking to a guy one time. He said he has some money offshore and that if, you know, I should pray with him that if, when he receives the money, he will be set. I said, well, how much money? He said $11,000. <laughs> I almost fell out of $11,000 will set you. <laughs> I said, man, I didn't know you were this broke. <laughs> ah. When you don't, when you lack understanding, when you lack wisdom, you find yourself in all these potholes where Satan puts people, pigeonholes, mind occluded and blocked and cluttered, no supernatural wisdom or revelation. Mm. Is your account running on the red? Did you hear the powerful revelation in this segment you just watched? God said, I'm working on your retirement under the resurrection glory. That's why I'm telling you to sow into it. It's not for me to get money. It's for your account. It's for you to connect with something bigger than you, stronger than you, greater than you. You've never seen it. You've never seen this. You've never experienced this. That's why you need to get up and act on it now. Come on, sell your seed. Cash up your seed. <laughs> you remember, it was last week I was preaching on the beggars around Walmart here in Union City are telling you to use cash up. If you tell them you don't have cash, he said, cash, up, cash it up or cash up it to us. <laughs> but anyway, we have cash up, we have Zelle, we have online giving, we have everything, but get in there and let a miracle break for you. Is your account running on deficit? When was the last time you were mentioned in the presence of God? If ever. Ooh, it's, a, it's such an exciting thought that God is working on our retirement under the resurrection grace and glory. We will never be in any supply. We will never lack. God is already prearranging things. Hallelujah. Some of us will be getting understanding of investments and things that God wants us to take care of now. In 20 years from now, you will see amazing things happening. He's a master. And I trust him. Amen. These things are so amazing, so rich, so great, so nourishing, so helpful, so powerful. I almost don't want the week to end, but we got to go. We have one more day. Call today, 770-994-3777. Get blessed. Get connected. Get in on there. I receive the blessing. I decree in the mighty name of Jesus that your faith will be quickened, your heart will be quickened, that as you listen to me, the Holy Spirit will quicken you that you know it is you I'm prophesying to, it's you I'm speaking to, it's you that has to hear from God and receive in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We love you, beloved. Remain blessed and receive grace. Amen. See you tomorrow.